More to Marketing. Welcome to More to Marketing, a podcast on marketing, product, and everything in between. I'm your host, Susan, and today I have a special guest. Danita is joining us today all the way from Sri Lanka to talk about the amazing work she's doing with companies across the world. Her specialty is not just making websites, it's also working with the brand and bringing its awareness to life. So Danita, tell us a bit about how you got into this passion. Oh, first of all, thanks so much for having me. Um, yes, yeah, so branding, <laughs> to us, it, it didn't just happen. Like it's kind of like it was not a calculated um, like path. Like I just, I started off as a, um, like doing graphic design as a hobby when, when I was in like, when I was like 11 years old. And then, um, and then I accidentally started a business, like, which is a long story, but um, when I was in my UNC years, and then um, once I started working with clients, I realized that um, people don't, like, small businesses, they don't need just websites. They also need a brand strategy mm. to make them different from others. And also, it, like, unfortunately, small businesses skip the branding um, strategy because of, of course it's, it is expensive but they also don't understand how it can help them become different it's not marketing it's like a totally different um like different like strategy yeah exactly it's all about who they are what they represent how people exactly. should resonate and feel with them so they have to build exactly. that from something and they don't understand how important it can be exactly 100% Fantastic. So with your um, brand awareness and creation, what steps do you usually take when you're first starting to explore with a new client? Also, it's, <laughs> I kind of do a bit of a different process. So before I do like, um, like brand strategy, I first um, refine a, comp- like a company's offer. So what they offer mm-hmm. to the marketplace first. So I've co- um, so process is called offer refinement so so before i do a brand strategy i need to make sure that what they actually offer to marketplace makes sense mm. to the customer so like i've worked with companies where they, they haven't even nailed down their niche mm. like they don't know who their ideal client is like they don't there's no clarity behind what they offer and there's no point of branding if the offer is not clear for the customer, like if the customer needs to know exactly what you do and if there's no clarity, like there's no point of marketing, branding it. Yeah. So I do the offer refinement first before going ahead with branding. That makes complete sense because if we look at what the three C's of brand are, clarity, consistency and constancy, that really does resonate that you really need to know what the offer refinement is to know where they sit in the market and in the consumer's mind before you can even look at what their brand should be saying. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah so like what- um, and it's actually a new process I've re- recently started doing because mm-hmm. in the beginning it was just like um, it, it started really basic like graphic design then website design and then conversion focused website design and then brand strategy. Because like obviously I've um, operated this business for like four years and I'm li- I'm literally learning like like it was literally an accident. <laughs> so I'm learning as I go. Yep. Yeah. And um 
like as years go by, I realize what's important for the cost, the customer, the clients. Yeah. Yeah. And flipping that around as well makes complete sense. Bring it from the end of your process to the beginning of it would make everything else more streamlined as well for how you need things to look and feel and say. Exactly. Exactly. So, so once you've defined the niche, what steps do you next take when you're making that brand awareness piece and pulling that all together for their strategy? Okay, so after like refining the offer, so that's that's when I actually go um, straight to their brand strategy. So brand strategy, just to confirm with everyone who's listening, it's not a logo. The logo is literally one of the last few steps. There's a lot of steps before that. So the first um, step in the branding process is the internal brand, which includes the mission statement, the brand values, the vision statement, and like the purpose of the brand. Yeah. Yeah. So we get that internal um, clarification first before, before um, proceeding with the position, positioning strategy, um, like how a customer wants to be perceived as, um, are they a Chanel or are they a Walmart? <laughs> like, really um go deep into yeah like how how to um be be perceived by the customer so after we like so after going deep with the internal brand i will move on to the position strategy of the company yeah um as well as their competitive analysis um like what their unique selling proposition is um and also um so although in the offer refinement phase, I talk about the ideal client avatar, I also refine it here in the brand strategy, um, which is called the audi- the audience persona. Yep. Yeah, so, so it's literally, um, it, it's essentially like a client avatar, but except when you, um, it's literally the audience. Like, so when you create content, who's the audience? How can we make them into a person mm-hmm. so that, um this like, like the activities we do resonates with the audience i so do we love know- personas personas yeah. are fantastic just to get that snapshot of one to three of them that helps you look for the types of markets that they'll be into market to them exactly because yeah, like you need to know deeply who who you're talking to you can't talk to everyone mm-hmm. and like not everyone's gonna buy so you best better off just speaking to the people who actually want to purchase from you. Yeah. So you need to go. You have to go deep into the demographics, the psychographics, the challenges they go through, their pain mm-hmm. points, their emotional investment, and like also just map up their customer journey. Like yeah, yeah. I don't think enough companies do customer journey mapping. I think they just assume they know. I don't think they actually take the time to step in the customer's shoes and see what's actually happening. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and like, and I think it's mainly because people just just don't know. Like mm. when people hear, hear branding, like even before I started branding, I, I just thought, oh, it's probably just a logo, but it's obviously more than that. Oh, definitely. Like just thinking about things, it's about the tone of voice. Are you going to be cheeky? Are you going to be very sophisticated? That's just one piece of this big puzzle of brand, isn't it? Exactly, 100%. And like recently, um, like I just worked with the clients. um, Her brand voice is like, it's like innocent, 
Mm. So like, but unfortunately before her brand voice was, it wasn't clear who she wanted to portray. Like it wasn't even her authentic self. Yeah. She was trying to be someone she wasn't. And like this big power with just owning up like your own brand voice, like brand voice is essentially who you are too. Like, because uh, obviously the, the founder's values um, are also the, the brand's value too. Yeah. So it, it, like it aligns. Yeah, probably a, a good example that's quite topical at the moment is Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter and how he's changed <laughs> the logo from, like I know it, but like it's not just the logo, but he's done all these changes internal. He's changed a bit of what um, Twitter actually does. Now he's changing the logo to an X. So he's bringing about his love of X and making that part of the personality now. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, um, obviously the founder has the big, the biggest power of the company, mm. and like unless it's by public owns, <laughs> yeah. But like, um, generally, the founder's um, values impact the entire company. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's why it's very important for the founder to know, like, have clarity on the vision they plan to bring to their company, because um, that determines everything, really. Yeah, and and you're 100% right. Those internal branding pieces, the mission, the value, the props, and then the unique positioning, they, they really need to be cohesive and work well together. And that, that brings me to mind of the, the five A's of branding. So the awareness, authority, authenticity, appearance, and audience. You've talked about all of those and they have to all be included or you're missing a piece to that puzzle. Exactly. You know, I love I love the collaborative approaches if bigger organizations do all these pieces well together because then everyone's living the values as well within the company. 100%. So, the employees definitely um, need to be like, so there's no point of branding a company if the employees are not on the same page. Mm. Like, yeah, like everyone needs to be on the same page. Like the reason why the company exists like the employees need to know the mission statement because like yeah. if there's no like purpose like like employees just probably just feel like they're just working working there's no purpose behind working for this company there's no impact that they could bring mm-hmm. yeah so it removes that been- passion doesn't it exactly exactly yeah yeah i hear what you're saying definitely it's, I think one thing also companies could do better is reminding or having it as part of the everyday language as well because, face it, a lot of companies, you learn about this when you first join as part of induction. But it needs to be part of the everyday language and part of everyday work so that you're living and breathing it too so you actually feel like you're part of the journey. Exactly, 100%. And, of course, that, that's very um it's definitely easy to implement, especially when like most companies, they always focus on like profit margins, mm. but um, but the company that actually really prioritized this, I think they have a big future ahead of it. Definitely. And probably, I, I guess, I haven't got any stats in front of me, but they'll probably have less turnover of staff too because the staff are more engaged and want to be part of it. Exactly. Yeah, so like, 
essentially you want the um, employee to like join like a movement mm-hmm. uh, just like this um this is entrepreneur called Grant Cardone like she's a, he's a um, American entrepreneur who does mainly real estate and he also recently started education and like the employees that work for him are really um, in sync with his mission, which is to mm. um, build more entrepreneurs, um, like empower them to like like 10x their um, efforts, their dreams, their income, everything. Yeah. Yep. So like he has done it really well with creating that vision that resonates with the employees. Yeah, I, I love that. I'll have to check him out. You might have to send me a link after this so I can check him out. I'd love to see that. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, it was a random um, YouTube search that led him to him. <laughs> I love those. That, I love going down those rabbit holes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, been to a lot of rabbit holes, sure. <laughs> um, so if we go back to your client engagement, so part of your strategy is going through the discovery phase. So you start talking about the tone, um, finding out how to find their authentic self. What other things do you do when you're talking to the client about trying to engage them in the branding so it actually is authentic? Uh, To be honest, it's kind of complicated because, like, it's not like I go through a certain process, but just naturally when I work with people, Mm -hmm. I make them really comfortable. Nice. I I do. I do, um, and just generally, people are more comfortable with me based on my experience. Mm-hmm. And they kind of tell that even their darker secrets. So, <laughs> so, so far, <laughs> I have no problem with like making them comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I also give them, a, like, before working with me, I do tell them, like, a, like a disclaimer or something, say, just be your authentic self. Tell mm-hmm. me everything. I'm here to help you. I'm not going to um, judge like, say yeah. your dream. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to be judgmental. Um, I want you to share your everything, like mm-hmm. your dreams, like, um, yeah. And I really um, just share the mindset that anything's literally possible and I, it is literally possible. Mm. Like um, for me, like I've been through a lot of challenges, but that didn't stop me from progressing forward. I just yep. keep on um, just pursuing and like, um, yeah. So what, what seems impossible in the beginning but when you do it, it's actually not as impossible as people think it is. So yeah. it's bite-sized pieces, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think mindset for any like client fulfillment process, like you have to make sure the client is in the same mindset, like the, mm-hmm. the good mindset, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Wanting to grow, improve, and make their business the biggest it can be. I love it. Exactly, exactly. So if you've done all this, I'm going to go on a bit of a, a, a tangent here. You're pulling together now a brief of all of this information. How did they look? Do you do it just in writing? Do you do image boards? Do you put it into a PowerPoint? What's your process on reflecting it back once you've pulled it all together and actually demonstrating where it could go? Also, what I usually do is like once I've done all the brand strategy, I collected all the data, I put it into like a brand guidelines document. So this is literally like a marketing plan based for branding. Yep. So I, I summarize all the information from the audience persona to their mission statement, to their vision statement, to um, their storytelling framework. Like it's literally a summary of what we covered. So the, I, the idea is that they use it whenever they do a marketing. 
um, mm. like uh, content piece yeah. so that the branding is in like in sync with their marketing. Yeah. So it's, everything's consistent because yeah. there's no point of having like a marketing strategy and brand strategy that like they do not work together. Mm. So yeah. And it's all about consistency at the end of the day. Exactly, exactly. So I love that you provide an actual toolkit for them that can be used anywhere, whether it's marketing, internal documents, probably even just general signage around the place too for that consistency. And then they can put it into their comms plan or anywhere else that they're utilising their branding. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And um, I think I also, for, for them to be also, like obviously when you give a document, sometimes because it's electronic, People just um they don't know they're not really that motivated to use it mm-hmm. or like read through it. So yep. what I do so what I do with my clients is I I send them a physical copy of the brand guidelines books. Oh, I love that. Yes, yeah. So they have a physical one, it's more motivating. Yeah. Yeah. It's what, yeah. one of those things I think is a lost piece now is the physical tactile. Um, I still exactly. send physical Christmas cards and I almost get a response back from everybody when they receive it in the mail because they don't do that anymore. So it definitely is that way to cut through and for them to always have it on hand as well. Exactly, exactly. And I think um, obviously I'm, I'm doing like a essentially international business. Like most of my clients are not domestic and mm-hmm. it's very hard to like build a long-term relationship without that physical interaction. So yes, sending like physical, yeah, a physical gifts really help. Mm, yeah, yeah. That, that reminder all the time isn't it yeah exactly 100 wonderful now is there any final pieces about branding that you'd like to share with us um the only thing i want to share is the so um so once i do the offer refinement then the brand strategy there are a few other steps that i go through um so after the brand strategy that's when i do the marketing strategy mm. yeah so I'll go deep down into that so you like choose like if it's so if it's if it's digital or is it like um like a physical business like um really hone, hone on that so what's the market strategy for both um formats and yeah. then and then after the market strategy that's when i do the website design and search engine optimization yep yeah and then after that, <laughs> that's literally when I do the actual, like, you know, um, like print or digital material design, like, mm-hmm. you know, brochures, flyers. Yeah. Yep. Any other assets that they might need. Yeah. So that's, that's oops. Um, so, yeah, that, that's literally the process of what I go through. Mm. No, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that because it's, it's one piece to do the work, but it's where it now fits in. So you do have to plan ahead for time to be able to update websites, do materials, even think about how the, if you do happen to change what your messaging is, how that might impact SEO. So 100%, they're definitely things for the consideration post-creating a brand strategy to ensure that you are that the clarity, that consistency. Um, so it's constantly always going to be the same and it is authentic too. Exactly, 100%. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today, Danita. I really appreciate it. But I have one final question for you. Of course, of course. If you were any brand, any brand at all, what would it be to best represent you and why? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> that's a bit of a... Um, it can be what you feel like today. 
it can change tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) It's a deep question for sure. (laughs) Um, I mean, the first thing that came into mind, I mean, it's not really related to what I'm actually doing, but the, um, what is his name? I'm actually going to look it up. Google's your best friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, got it. Um, um, so, the, so the brand that I would like to like kind of um, like model is the Fred Hellows Foundation. Ah, uh, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, it's mainly because like I, I, I really like charity work. I Like even when I had no money, <laughs> mm-hmm. like I, I do want to help people. And I like I even dreamed of um like uh, when I was small to build houses for the homeless. Yep. So I, I always liked helping people and this foundation helps people mainly um like I'm giving them their eyesight. Yes. Doing, uh, yeah, and like so far that has been really um true to my heart. And that's something I would like to replicate with my business. Like even if I'm doing website design. I um I do want to have a charity component. I love that. I love it that it's. I suppose it re- it might to me represent you very well because no eyesight, then suddenly having eyesight. So having no brand, and now suddenly having a brand and flourishing and being able to do things. I see that as a really nice synergy there. Yeah, oh, you know, that's, that's cool that you picked that up. <laughs> like, like I, I did not see the connection before. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's a very worthy charity. Yeah. They've done so much good in a lot of those underprivileged countries. Oh, and um, what's interesting was um, um, it was founded by an Australian eye surgeon called Fred Hellows. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was, so I, th- I think that's probably one reason how I found out about the foundation. Because I think I may have got leaflets, mm. and I and I have donated um, in the past. Yeah, so it now motivates me to keep, like continue donating and like supporting the cause. Yeah, oh, that's good. Something close to your heart as well. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time, Danita. We've learned so much from you, from when from not just jumping straight into brand strategy, instead taking a step back with the client and doing an offer refinement piece. Then as part of discovery, going through and finding the authentic voice, also looking at how internal documents are created to support the brand through the vision, um, mission statements, value, and also the purpose. And through this, you then look at positioning strategy, competitive strategy, and how the brand can actually stand out by being unique. And that's not where it ends. From that, the brand strategy is then created. But after this, you have to use it. So again, you took us through those steps about how to bring it into the marketing strategy, your website, SEO, and any other marketing assets and making sure it's consistent, concise, and very much so authentic to the voice that that founder, in the case of a SME, is wanting to actually feel. So thank you again so much. I really appreciated your time. And I'd like to ask anyone else, um, please make sure to follow More to Marketing and I'll put some links on the podcast so you can follow Danita as well. And don't forget her business is needleforward.com. I'll have that link in there as well for you too. Thanks so much, Susan. More to marketing.